Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our country vowed to never forget 21 years ago, but those words require action. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has over 80 runs, walks, and climbs across America every year, plus dozens of more golf outings and barbecues you can be part of. There are so many ways that you can take action. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. After the roughest, whew, roughest work week of my life, I'm sitting here drinking some Bel Air Blue, you know, in a champagne glass, finally relaxed and finally able to shoot the absolute shit with y'all about She-Hulk, about House of Dragon, about Dahmer, about everything I've been watching and reading. Y'all know I likes to get into it, okay? It's your bonus episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right, you're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Woo! 
don't know, girl. They they might have broke my soul this week. They, my job, woo, they've been tan my ass up. The amount of emails that I've gotten this week, the amount of people that have called me directly this week, which always annoys the hell out of me. Call me directly. It's too much. It's way too much. But you know what? I refuse to let my, ooh, not refuse. Ooh, not me sounding good. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to let my weekend and my Friday be as stressful as the rest of this week. I just refuse. I'm taking me a lunch. I have a friend in town. We're going to get some champs and some eats and things. You know, it's a payday Friday. It's going to be some good stuff, okay? So I'm not letting none of that. You won't break my soul. Let me, well, let me see if I'm talking that shit while, <laughs> while Friday comes because I ain't no damn telling, but right now I got my cat calendar blocked ain't nobody coming up in yonder to try to take some time away from my time i'm not allowing it i'm refusing to let any of that happen okay what the hell y'all been watching what y'all been doing and what y'all been watching see y'all know me every sunday you know me i i don't care what i'm doing i got to get in position to watch my people over on hbo okay we talked about it. Okay, we talked about it last week. This past week was the big time jump on House of Dragon. And you know what? My good friend Pat, who y'all know from the, uh, the uh, Yet Another MCU podcast, he's been on here many times. We talked about this in depth, but I've talked about it damn near with as many people as I can name. But we really got into the things because he kind of reached out and he was like, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm convinced by the time jump yet. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Say your feelings. I want to know because I haven't had really had a problem with it yet. But like, I I don't know. Maybe there's a disconnect. I don't know. But just let me know because it is weird that everybody changed characters except too late. You know, main women kind of weird, but I'm okay with it because the two actors that they got everything in a hand basket. So I'm okay with them. But it's just I don't know. It's 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 kind of weird. We talked about how. You know, they killed Lena off immediately. That's weird. Don't like that. Hated it. But, you know, it's okay. Damon is a strong black father now. You know, we'll see if he keeps raising his kids or if he go get put on child support because he raggedy as fuck. We don't know which way. <laughs> we don't know which route he going. But, you know, we go we go stick around and we go find out, okay? Uh, Rhaenyra, she keep having these damn illegitimate ass children. These little bastards running around here. Don't none of them look like they black daddy. But I guess... The child, Viserys out here, he acting like he, they just, the, the pride of his life, so we just go let him have him, okay? Listen, ain't nothing wrong with a bastard. Back in those days, it would have got your ass killed, but, you know, this 2022, everybody a bastard, okay? <laughs> you know what? That ought to be the name of this episode. Everybody is a bastard. You know what? It, it just is what it is, okay? House of Dragon, I'm still loving it, though. I'm, I really did. I really, really loved this episode. It might have been my favorite of the season. It's just I do have a lot of questions. Why the hell, like, is, is Sir Corwin, why are you still hanging on to shit? Like, let it go, bro. It's not that deep. I don't, I don't get it. Like, let it the fuck go. Sir Harwin, why didn't we get to see, we didn't get to see more of him and him cracking Rhaenyra's back and all that? Because I feel like there would have been some good love scenes, but, you know, we didn't get to see any of that. Uh, we don't know if Lanor, well, I guess we don't know yet. We don't know if Lanor, you know, if he going to be cracking some back or getting his back cracked by, uh, you know, Carl with a Q. If you had your closed caption on, then you know it was Carl with a Q. I did not care for that at all. And I don't know who, what region of Westeros spells their name like that, but I fucking hate it, okay? Carl either starts with a K 
or C, one of the two. And K is a damn stretch. But if you like me, I, you know, we got a lot of family members who name Star with K. Okay, it's kind of a tradition. Don't do us. Okay, don't do us. It's all right. Now we gonna let that slide. But that Q, unacceptable. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Have you guys finished watching Dahmer on Netflix yet? Fa- I mean, oh my god, fantastic series. I wanted to bring it up because there's been a lot of chatter online, like. Some black people have been calling for like the boycott of it, you know, why would we watch this? And, you know, we've seen too many of these already. There's no point in seeing this again. You know, the family members have spoken out that nobody reached out to them. Now that I do think is wrong. Y'all could have gave them people a damn heads up. Y'all could have threw some in their way, you know, throw them a couple, you know, a little piece of 10,000 or something, throw it their way. They would have been quite, you know, we're going to tell the story. You know, everybody got a price. So you could have thrown them something, but my thoughts on it, I think the story absolutely needs to be viewed because it is more relevant now than ever. I'm not talking about people eating people. That might not be as relevant, even though it's happening. Now listen, don't you, you know, y'all saw that Sebastian Stan movie with that girl. He, he uh, ate a whole piece of her ass. So I don't, you know, we, we go, we ain't go act like folk ain't eating ass and eating everything else out in these streets. But let me tell you something. Everything about that show still relevant. Nisi Nash called them people on Dahmer. God knows how many times. Do you know how many victims there had to be before somebody took it seriously that a black lady was accusing this white man of doing all this unjust, nasty, gross, low-down, dirty, satanic shit? It had to be tons. Tons. That man had so many victims. I think 16 to- that they know of. Because we don't, listen, we don't really know the whole total. But we know 16 at least. That's absolutely insane. If anything else, y'all need to watch this because history repeats itself. Now, if y'all got somebody, if you're a police officer and somebody calling you saying that they think they neighbor eating motherfuckers, you need to go over there. Don't just sit up around your house waiting. Oh, well, you know what? I don't know. That area is bad. It's economically poor. It's this. No, no. Fuck all that. Go over there. That's a damn shame. Y'all kill it. But anyway, that's off subject. Watch Dahmer. I know some of y'all scared to watch it. I'm a psychopath. I watch it at like midnight. I just, that's just the way I roll with scary stuff. I, I like to, you know, watch my stuff, my true crime and stuff late at night. That's just me. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, a psychopath myself. So I say, watch it. If you're a little too scared, watch it during the daytime, because if nothing else, Ryan Murphy knows how to tell a story. Okay. He knows how to tell a story. We all, that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. The man, I mean, uh, the, the, with the assassination of Gianni Versace, uh, 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 child, what is he did? Oh, impeachment, uh, all the other Netflix shit. Uh, it's all been good, okay? So I need y'all to check it out because it's absolutely amazing storytelling. I randomly this week, okay, since I talked about House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones star, <laughs> I'm gonna find a way to connect in that. Game of Thrones star Richard Madden, he had a show for BBC a couple of years ago that was so good. I always just like randomly rewatch it every now and then. It was called the bodyguard and I love, it's only six episodes. It's a little mini series. I love it so much. Supposedly there was supposed to be a season two, but I ain't seen nobody filming yet. And as long ago as season one came out, y'all and y'all trying it with them, uh, them next six episodes. I'm just saying, but we'll see how that go. I ain't no channel telling where, uh, Richard Madden ass. They're probably fool out line with <laughs> Taryn Egerton somewhere. <laughs> Miss Taryn, I don't know where them people live, but listen, it's it's such a good, it's six episodes only, 
Such a good ride. Them people try to frame him and everything. It's so good. The finale, epic, amazing. It's just like six straight episodes of Heat. I love it. But I randomly rewatched that while I was working this week. And let me tell you, it took me like three days to get through those six episodes because that's how hard they were dogging me at work this week. Them people were throwing time on my... Ca you know what? I'm not going down this road again. Just know I'm on y'all ass next week. I'm on y'all ass next week. What y'all been reading? So I, I've been reading a couple things, you know, a couple things, a couple of, you know, a couple of things I've been reading finally because all of the episodes are available on, not the episodes, chat, all of the, uh, the, the issues are available on Marvel Unlimited. I've been reading the death of Dr. Strange. So good so far. I've only gotten through like four, I think of the issues. I'm not just reading his, like, you know, the straight you know, Death of Doctor Strange. They're like also like the one-offs. So like the Death of Doctor Strange and the Avenger. You know, it's the whole little thing. It's, you got to read them in order. It's the whole thing. But I'm reading them and they're really, you know, it's it's, it's, it's kind of good right now, okay? There's also a new run of The Amazing Spider-Man. And it's about like, uh, who was it? Zeb? I always forget his last name, but it's so good. I've been reading that. What else have I read? I've been reading a couple of things. They all, you know, I, I throw shit in the air and I just, I remember it all. And it's, it's all everything, okay? That's how I do with TV. I just push it on. Watch three episodes, put another three episodes of a whole other show on. Be remembering the other shit when they talked about the shit over there with that shit. It's a lot of stuff, but I'm having a good time with it, okay? Did y'all watch She-Hulk this week? I sure hope so, because that's what the hell I'm about to talk about. I'm about to get into the things. I, you know what? I had a good time making the notes for this episode because this was an ignorant-ass episode. <laughs> another kind of, not self-contained, but pretty self-contained, but we got a whole lot. We got to talk about some of these damn random-ass characters that popped up in this episode, because this is funny as hell. Marvel really pulled out. I'm talking about they D-list celebrities for this shit. I love it. It was everything to me, and we finally got a little bit, just a little, a little bit more clarity on how this stuff is going to wrap up, but we still got a whole lot of questions. I, I'm a little annoyed, though, that we still got two more episodes left and we don't have, like, a clear villain yet. Like, we know we got enough to do a lot of speculation, but we still don't have a clear villain. And I think two episodes is kind of pushing it. We haven't gotten Daredevil yet, which I know y'all are, like, killing yourselves to see if he's coming. He's coming, people. Got to be next episode. You know what? I'll get into all that later because I got a little rant about all that kind of stuff. So let's get into it. Let's get into the episode. It was episode seven of She-Hulk. I forgot what it was called. I don't never looked at the titles, but it was everything. Let's talk about it. We start off with Jen looking all lovey-dovey in love. All lovey-dovey in love. Because that Josh dude from the wedding last episode, who we knew was a bad guy. We knew the mother... Ooh, I was about to call him something else. We knew he was bad news, okay? He's texting her, talking about, oh my God, I can't wait to see you. All of that lovey-dovey crap. The funniest part about this, though, is when they show Jen's iPhone background, it's a picture of, of course, America's ass. I love how much Captain America makes a like a reference or a cam almost a cameo in this show he's talked about so much. I love it. See, I'd be lying if I said I'd never had a picture of Chris Evans as my background now. Which picture am I talking about? <laughs> y'all know that's for me to know y'all find out, okay? We get a whole in love montage of Jen taking selfies, going on dates, just overall merriment, okay? Like it's damn Christmas time. And they get, <laughs> listen, they got one of them happy white woman songs playing in the background. So you know that means she's in love. 
She's texting during work meetings about ice cream trucks and noodles and shit. She all just unprofessional. Now, see, I'm just playing a little bit because y'all know I love to play games and everything during my work weekends. Child, them people call on me and I be be having to make up answers on the spot because I don't know what the hell them people be talking about. Fuck around and agree to complete a whole damn project by end of day. I know you fucking lying. The montage ends with her letting him spend the night <laughs> after three dates <laughs> and giving him some of that. <laughs> she gave him some of that. <laughs> See, y'all know so y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of that Christmas, as Escape would call it. Y'all know Candy Birds and Tiny and Escape. Y'all know they said she she let him visit the softest place on earth. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about. She woke up the next morning and wait a minute, if it's you know that. That's, see, that's some of that young stuff. But you know, it might be if it's an older woman. You know, some of that. Okay, let me stop. She woke up the next morning and he was gone. She gets herself together and she texts him. That was fun. I can't stop smiling. See, that's why he ghosted your ass, Jen. You got to act like you hate these men, okay? Then they'll start stalking your ass, climbing up trees, peeking through the window, threatening violence. See, I, like a normal human being, okay? See, y'all don't know how to date. I don't, Jen, I don't know what the hell your thirsty ass doing. After no response, she's at work wearing that new nasty pink suit that dude made for her that you probably recognize from the cover of some of her iconic issues. See, She's in there with Nikki and she's constantly checking her phone. Thank God for Nikki because she's like, look, it's only been 12 hours. That's the icky little time frame, okay? You got to wait a while so he stopped being embarrassed about only lasting a couple of minutes, okay? And y'all remember what Trina and Missy Elliott told y'all about the Minutemen, okay? Give his evil intelligentsia ass some time, Jen. But literally a day goes by and nothing. So now sis starts really obsessing. She starts watching the great Muppet caper where Kermit is a detective and Miss Piggy goes to jail. Do y'all remember that episode? See, wait a minute. Let me tell y'all how I got tried today. Let me tell y'all how Kaya from the Bravo Wild Black podcast, you've heard her voice on this podcast many a times. She, she really tried me. She go text me and say, what episodes of the Muppets was Jen watching? That's your generation, right? I know you fucking lying <laughs> not my generation. I know you, you know what? I guess tried on a daily basis, but it's okay. But not me actually knowing the episode. See, I'm too old for this kind of shit. I need, well, I need to go ahead and retire and just collect AARP because it's a damn shame. I felt red and I kind of read myself. How dreadful. It's finally Sunday morning, two days since he visited the softest place on earth <laughs> and the phone rings. She answers it faster than Kanye West gets on the internet cussing out the Kardashians and then apologizing moments later because he wants to see them kids dead fast. It's not Jeff, though. It's Emil Blonsky's parole officer. Now, see, his inhibitor, the device that prevents him from turning into abomination. Remember, on the lawyer episode, you know, that's how they really kind of convinced him to let him out of jail. That thing, it's on the fritz, apparently. So he needs to, you know, pay him a visit. And since there aren't many officers on duty... Why not ask his lawyer, the savage She-Hulk, to assist him? What's really funny, though, is while he's asking her for this assist, he all in the work refrigerator, eating up other people's shit up. See, I've had to square up with a motherfucker before because that's what we're not finna do. Don't touch my motherfucking leftovers, okay? Them oxtails were too damn high. Them neck bones, I'm not about to play with you. 
Child, I, ooh, I used to be eating heavy as hell at work, eating heavy ass meals on the clock. See, <laughs> don't worry about it though, okay? Mind your damn business. She arrives at a meals compound called Summer Twilight after an entire ride of refreshing her damn phone to see if that man had called or texted her. Nope, he didn't. Her parole officer and her, they, you know, not her parole officer, his parole officer, they both get in there and they fix the damn inhibitor. And that should be the end of it. But it ain't. Jen and Emil, you know, the, the parole officer, he got his ass the fuck out of there, okay? He was like Tokyo Tony. I'm ready to get the fuck. He got out of there, okay? But Jen and Emil, they stick back for a little bit. They head to her car. But they're interrupted by a... Dun, 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 lesser known superhero comic book fight, Okay? She even has to turn into She-Hulk to slap them helpers around a little bit to stop the shenanigans. But ultimately, unfortunately, they've already fucked up her car. So here, let me tell y'all something. We meet two super obscure ass comic book characters by the name of Man Bull and El Aguila, okay? Both, <laughs> both here apparently trying to better themselves through Emil Blonsky. Now that's a plan, okay? I guess he, he, you know, he's a shining example of how villains can change. I, you listen, we're going to talk about that later on in the end of the episode, okay? It's hilarious that we get references within references here because Al Aguila says that his occupation is a smashbuckler, a reference to the source of the, no, I'm sorry, not smash, swashbuckler, which is a reference to the source of the swashbucklers, which is also a Marvel Comics graphic novel set in like this alternate reality. You know, how we have different Earths and stuff. Earth 616, Earth 818, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it's set in the alternate reality. It's about pirates and aliens and pillaging and child, it ain't nothing you need to read, okay? We actually get to see his bio, what is it, bioelectric sword sometime during this episode. I think that's what they refer to it as. I don't know, but yeah, listen, you ain't gonna need to know them after this episode, okay? Jen is up here wondering, like, now how the hell I'm supposed to get home now? Y'all fucked up my shit. This little bitty ass Prius I'm driving around in, knowing damn well she hold too big to fit in a damn Prius, but that's okay. And these folks ain't got nothing but jokes for her ass, okay? Ultimately, she's gonna have to wait for the tow truck to get there, which is gonna be hours. So they like, you know what, Jen? Come spend some time here. Work on yourself at this retreat. It's going to be a good old time, okay? He gives her a little tour, and she's like, look, give me a damn desk and some Wi-Fi, and ah, ah, can't do it. See that? Now she's stuck there in nature. No cell service. Just stuck, looking dumb. She goes all across this property, which is massive, by the way, like massive. I don't know who the hell gave Emil this damn property, but okay, okay. Let me just kind of take a moment, though, to acknowledge how good the music is in this episode. We got everything from, I think this is when they started playing Tierra Whack. They played Dua Lipa. Like, listen, this is the episode. Y'all know how I feel about Dua Lipa. If you follow me on Instagram, I recently, like, really got into Dua Lipa. My dream is for her to open up for Beyonce on tour. I'm going to go to Canada to see him. It's going to be an amazing time, okay? I know you fucking lying, Marvel. You better put on for the rap girls and the singer girls, okay? I love everything about the music. You know what? The music choice this entire series has been top-notch. Just tens, tens, tens across the board. She finally gets service when she walks into some random ass building. She's like, hell yeah, yeah. But 
she she fucked up, okay? She fucked up because she walked right into what appears to be a sharing circle with Emil, the two characters we met earlier, uh, Man Bull and El Aguila, and two more super obscure Marvel comic book characters. There's Porcupine, and then there's Saracen. Or, yeah, Saracen. I said it right. I me say his name all the damn time. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you a little bit about each one of these guys from the comics, because that's why you're here, right? See, you want to come for me to break down all of the boot swanky so that you don't have to go reading it for yourself. That's a terrible outlook on life, people, but you download my episodes, so I appreciate them. Okay, so let's start off. We got Man Bull. Man Bull is originally... Ooh, why my, my, my lips are like sticking together when I say that word. I don't know. Man Bull, okay. Child needed to lick him, okay? <laughs> a little ashy, that's okay. Y'all, don't judge me. You can't see me. You can only hear me. That's fine. Man Bull, he's originally a Daredevil villain. Maybe, you know what? We get a Daredevil appearance. Maybe, no, that ain't, that ain't got shit to do with nothing. It's okay. But he was this guy named William Torrance who was supposed to like round up people to be test dummies for this serum that they had concocted because, you know, Daredevil, he put a stop to all of that shit. So he ended up getting injected with it himself. And then he become just like half man, half bull creature. So that's, you know, him, he actually appeared in like a lot of random, like super random properties across Marvel, everything from like uh daredevil. Like I said, he was in some Spider-Man issues. He was in some Hulk issues, which makes sense. This is she Hulk. So no, 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 no big transformation there. Uh, El Aguila. He usually is a power man who, you know, is Luke Cage and an Iron Fist comics. You know, the name of their comics together is Power Man and Iron Fist, but you know him as from the Netflix shows as Luke Cage and Danny Rand. He's an interesting one, though, because he's actually a mutant. Okay, this is like the second mutant from the comics appearance that we've gotten in this show within like the past two episodes. I like where this is going. I love everything about this. I'm super happy okay porcupine he's usually an ant-man villain in the comics he like uh i think he was doing like government weapons he was like this kind of builder for them and he built this suit but then he was like nah y'all not gonna pay me what i deserve to be paid for this suit so then he kept it and he was like you know what i'm just gonna live a life of crime and then i steal all the money that i deserve but then he ends up getting his ass whooped by iron man so don't really work out you know too great for him i always feel i need to kind of differentiate because when I say Ant-Man and I'm usually referring to the comics, I'm referring to Hank Pym, not Scott Lang, you know, Paul Rudd from the movies that y'all are used to. Hank Pym is Hope's dad in the movies. You know, the Pym Particles, the original Ant-Man. Yeah, that's usually who we're referring to when we talk about the comics. Y'all know. Lastly, Saracen. Okay. Weirdly enough, there are a couple of Saracens in the comics, but the one they're talking about here. He's actually a Blade villain. He was in one of the, I think it was one of those runs in the 90s. He was actually a Blade villain. You know, obviously he's a vampire. So, duh, y'all know what Blade does. Y'all have seen the Webster Snipes movies. Y'all have probably read a couple of the graphic novels, the comics, all that. So, you know who he does. He's actually considered to be like one of the first vampires. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see him in the Blade movie. Doubt it. But maybe we'll see him in there. The one that just lost his director and, you know, this movie starts to come out late next year and they ain't started filming. So I don't know what the hell's about to go on, but you know, I'm not panicking. You are, I'm not panicking. You are, I'm not panicking. You are. This therapy section is actually hilarious. <laughs> They're arguing over like 
codependency, nationalities, identities, everything. Jen sitting back trying her ass not to laugh, which is definitely me. I've told y'all before, if y'all watch The Real Housewives of Potomac, I'm robbing. If it's funny, I'm going to laugh, okay? She's sitting back there laughing. This is basically the Marvel C-Squad, okay? Yes, that's a sister-sister reference for all you sister-sister fans out there, okay? Sister, sister. They've assembled this C-Squad of Marvel character, and it is all types of fucked up. They tried to get Porcupine to take off his suit, but at, at, he don't feel safe around y'all asses, so he's like, no, I'm not doing that. As they're getting into that issue, one of the guys who attacked Jan from the alley by her house, he randomly comes out of this little sauna area. Jen rushed his ass as She-Hulk, and she threw him across the room into some chairs. She ain't playing that shit. She don't care that he uh, uh, attacked her previously. She living in the now. She's like, uh-uh, I don't trust you. They don't give a damn about it. They just want her to sit in the calming chair, okay? They want her to sit her big ass down in the calming chair. Why did this remind me? Do y'all remember the couples retreat episode of Martin when Gina started mocking Winnie and she started to laugh with Martin about it, but then he snitched on her. So then she had to go to the quiet corner. Do y'all remember that? <laughs> they want Jan to sit down and work through his issues with old boy. But see, he's like very accepting of his behavior and everything he's done. He's apologizing profusely and talking about that magic crowbar. See, Remember, we talked about all of this, all of the items and the people that were in the, the alleyway attacking her, the wrecking crew. We talked about all of this, okay? So if you don't remember, go back, download that episode, and refresh your memories, okay? And send it to a friend while you're at it. Huh? So, they start calling her out because she wants to make fun of everybody instead of working on her own issues. So now, y'all know we're about to get a little piece of therapy. We're about to get a little piece of working through yourself. Y'all know the type of uh, sitcom episodes we talk about. We got we to gotta get the, the character to go on a, a journey so that they can, you know, take an introspective look and they can apologize to others. They can see the world in a different place. After they call her out for about constantly checking her phone, she ends up spilling her guts about Josh ghosting her. They start giving her like the same old advice about men that I gave her early in this damn episode. She just needs to listen to me, but that's okay. And she starts to kind of realize how desperate she seems. She relates it back to high school and having that one cool friend and how that's basically She-Hulk. But this guy didn't ask her anything about She-Hulk. He just wanted to get to know Jen. And that's how he played your ass, sir. That's how he played you. She loved that. When she finally finally finishes spilling her guts, they're actually mad for her, and now they're ready to go tear that ass up. Emil says, ah, ah, calm down. Use the tools that we've learned in this group. Regroup. Sat down. We ain't better do none of that. They give her all of the empty platitudes to help her feel better. You know, love yourself. He's not worth it. All the kind of hallmark lifetime ass shit. She even turns back into Jen and embraces all of the love that they start to give her. All of this inspired Porcupine, child, to finally reveal his face. And that man ain't took that musty ass suit off and I don't know how long that he got scabs and everything, skin deteriorating, all kind of bullshit. Stinks real bad. They encourage, <laughs> it's a mess. They end up focusing back on Jen and telling her to delete his number and stop stressing over him, basically. Jen heads back in the tow truck with Dua Lipa playing in the background. And this is when we see Josh's true motives. 
He came in there. He got him some Gawk Gawk 3000 and some And then he got dressed. He used his phone to copy all that data from her phone. And then he, he took a picture of a butt-ass naked. See, just a badass dude. Clearly, this dude is working for the intelligentsia just like we predicted. Oh, he's just gross. He took that creepy-ass picture and he, he he sent some emojis to that same Hulk King uh, username that we saw last episode. I'm ready to see who this villain is. I got some theories and I want to go over with you, but I hope they don't wait until the last episode to finally reveal who's the, you know, the big bad of the show. Show us next week. You really should have done it this week. I mean, last week, actually, to be quite frankly, the wedding episode, but I don't know. Finale week is way too late to have us invested in a villain that you refuse to show us. So you really need to hurry up and don't give us Daredevil in the last episode. Give them to us in episode eight, because that takes away from She-Hulk's big finale. If you introduce, like, if we're not introduce, if you give us this character they've been lusting after for God knows how long now, and you put them side by side in her finale of her show, that's going to take away from a lot. Don't do that. Bring them in episode eight. Give her episode nine all by herself. Let her do her damn thing. Now, let's talk about who we think the villain is. Okay. So, obviously, I've told y'all many times, I think that ultimately the big bad of this show is the leader. I told y'all last week he's coming up in Captain America 4, New World Order. It makes the most sense. We got the Intelligentsia reveal last episode. He's in the Intelligentsia. It makes sense. But I had some other theories. I'm going to read y'all a text message that I sent to my group chat, me and my two geeky-ass best friends shooting the shit about the MCU, Star Wars, uh, and all the other bullshit that we watch, okay? I said, listen, I have a theory that absolutely won't be true, but here it is. She mentioned her husband. We were talking about Mallory, played by uh, Elise Renee Goldsberry. I said she mentioned her husband, and we are all assuming that the bad guy is from the intelligentsia. The most sense guess is the leader because of the thugs that attacked her in the alley, and it's going to be in Captain America 4. But what if... It's Modoc. See, his wife's name is Melissa. We know that from the Hulu show. <laughs> if you haven't watched the cartoon, it's only 10 episodes. It's funny as fuck. Watch it. Modoc Hulu. Uh, I said that and, you know, I said his wife's name is Melissa. And maybe Mallory is like a sort of retcon for this. Because she mentioned in that last episode that her name was uh, Mallory and that she had a husband and like all that kind of stuff. And we know Modoc. Just like the leader is going to be in Captain America 4, MODOK is going to be in Ant-Man 3. And he's in the Intelligentsia 2. So maybe they're referencing her husband trying to get some of the blood to test for whatever reasons. And maybe that's why Mallory was so adamant about Nikki not telling uh, Jen about the Intelligentsia and all that crap. Even though she went right on and told her. Maybe she's trying to protect MODOK's, you know, little plan or whatever i don't know i feel like that's a good theory so now we have either the lead it all points back to the intelligentsia we've got the leader he could possibly be a huge you know threat in the show we've got modok we know he's coming in the mcu and he could be a possibly you know he's in the intelligentsia he can be a huge leader too and then my random third theory what if it's abomination you remember our last nine episode show we got the villain was there in front of us the entire time. 
What if Abomination is the same way? What if Abomination has literally been in plain sight this entire time? Emil Blonsky, he's so changed. He's reformed. But we know that he turned... Listen, that man keeps up a lot of shit, okay? What if this whole time he's the one that really wants Jen's blood? Because when he got it, he was all fucked up. When the leader got it, he was all fucked up. But they've seen two successful... Uh, Hulk blood having people they want to study it so they can get the perfect forms themselves instead of being 10 foot tall monsters with gills on their face I don't know we got three good options people I want y'all to make sure y'all message me and y'all tell me who y'all think it is we only got two episodes left Daredevil is coming episode 8 I don't know what's coming episode 9 but they need to hurry up and give us a face to this villain because if they don't all right, big mistake. Do not make us wait all the way into the last episode to get a villain. So stupid. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Y'all know I usually do a little She-Hulk interactive part of the episode where I engage with you guys and find out, you know, what y'all what y'all are thinking about and I somehow related to She-Hulk. Okay. So this is where I did it this week. Jen Walters. She needed to work. She couldn't work. Them people had her stressed the fuck out at Emil's compound. Me, I was stressed the fuck out this week. I wanted to just peacefully work. They wouldn't let me. They was on my ass like back pockets. I couldn't do nothing about it. So I asked y'all, I said, listen, peoples, peoples, what's irritating y'all today? I need to know whether it's your job or anything, just vent. Okay, you see, I related that back to She-Hulk. I just need to know. Listen, I cracked up at some of y'all answers. I'm sorry because... One of the recurring themes y'all kept saying was Lisa Renner. <laughs> Lisa Renner, absolutely one of them. Yes, I agree. She working my damn nerves too. I'm irritated by it. I hate everything about it. But y'all also gave a couple of personal answers too. And I want to read a couple of them. I won't say users' names just in case y'all don't want me to. Uh, one person even said the audacity of Lisa Renner. I know that's right. Uh, one person said, while RHOA was missing a little spark, it was still light enough not to interfere with our lives. RHOBH, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, is just toxic AF. They're the Trump of Housewives franchises at the moment, and I'm ready for RHOP to come back. I'm done. I know that's right. Somebody else said being 38 weeks pregnant with a baby, that's off the charts in size and still working. Whoo! I couldn't imagine. I'd have to, you'd have to put me on bed rest. Uh-uh. I ain't about to do all this shit now. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. I had to move to the UK. Give me a year off maternity leave. Y'all not about to do that to me. Uh, neighbors who can't grasp the simple concept of locking a garbage bin. Shout out the raccoons all in there. Shit, I know that's right. Don't you, listen. I got it. This sounds so bad to say. I have a neighbor whose downfall I've been praying on for I don't know how long now. I know that sounds so ignorant to say, but I am so ready for that man to get put out this damn house and move. I don't know what to say. I know I can't be praying negativity and expecting positiveness to come to me, so I try not to think about him. But, ooh, I'm ready for him. He plays the loudest of loud music at all. He don't care if he's coming down the street at midnight or at 2 in the afternoon while people are working. He don't give a damn. He, he, he has, like, those systems, those subwoofers that literally shake your entire house if you don't go and grab all the damn uh seasoning and spices out your damn kitchen all this shit go drop he gets on my damn nerves so i when you talk about uh the damn uh neighbors i get it uh somebody said their son learning timetables Ooh, let me tell y'all something 
my little cousin calls me every day faithfully around six o'clock in the afternoon and we do homework together child trying to uh go over these damn shapes and stuff i'd be like uh-uh draw it the other way the other way i be you know what it's not even frustrating though that's what's funny but it's just, <laughs> i might transition into being a teacher but now Monty mixing with Monty, y'all know she's on here this uh week my unscripted episode child the way she be talking about teaching how you got to buy your own stuff Mm-mm. i'm good on that nope somebody said everyone and everything i know that's right oh somebody said new person at work on my level already acting like the boss no nah, don't get cussed out don't get cussed out that's what we're not about to do uh somebody said unemployment taking their good ass time sending my money oh and i see you gotta you, you listen you might have to show up up there. You might have to show up. I'm just saying. Show up up there and just, you know, see how it go. Who? Because, you know, sometimes you got to put a, your name with the face. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Who? Somebody's internet is out. Can't work. Can't watch TV. Child, you must got Comcast because I did. They tries it, okay? They tries it boots. They tries it boots. Uh, everybody's, yeah, everybody's pretty annoyed with work. That's there to do it. Somebody said uh, making doctor's appointments, still having to wait forever after you almost died racing there. Now, that's my ass right there. If my doctor's appointment is at 10 o'clock, it's 30 minutes away. I leave my house at 930 and be wondering why the hell I'm rushing down the street to get there 15 minutes early so I can fill out the paperwork. I need to be a damn shame. Child, somebody said they husband. You know what? Let me end this (laughs) before I get y'all in trouble with your man, sis. Y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's been She-Hulk. I'm excited for these next two weeks. I'm excited to engage with y'all about all of the things, whether it's House of the Dragon or as I call it, Dragon House. I'm excited to talk to y'all about anything y'all have been watching because y'all know I love to watch all of the things. I think I'm going to put this episode together and I'm going to go ahead and watch that damn, uh, that new Marilyn Monroe movie where the girl says she went to Marilyn Monroe's grave and got her permission. <laughs> she says she went to her grave and got her permission to record a child. I don't Listen, whatever works for you, baby. Y'all, I'm Kendrick. That's She-Hulk. We'll see. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, or Podchaser, or CastBox, and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast. That's at realitycomics2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.